Hi, my name is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast of the New Testament. I'll be using as the text the King James Version, along with the Joseph Smith Translation. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll also be using quotes from general authorities of the Church, the Apostles and Prophets, and BYU professors and others, and uh, every word out of the Scriptures themselves. So if you're ready for a really detailed analysis of the New Testament, you've come to the right place. Welcome. Hey there, welcome back. This is going to be for Romans chapter 4. I'm going to read a little introduction first by Elder Holland. He said, The atonement of Jesus Christ is the foreordained but voluntary act of the only begotten Son of God. He offered his life, including his innocent body, blood, and spiritual anguish, as a redeeming ransom. One, for the effect of the fall of Adam upon all mankind, and two, for the personal sins of all who repent from Adam to the end of the world. Latter-day Saints believe this is the central fact, the crucial foundation, the chief doctrine, and the greatest expression of divine love in the plan of salvation. The prophet Joseph Smith declared that all things which pertain to our religion are only appendages to the atonement of Christ. Alrighty, let's go ahead and get started here. I'm going to read the heading to the chapter first. Abraham's faith was imputed for him to him for righteousness. Man is justified by faith, righteous works, and grace. Verse 1. What shall we say, then, that Abraham our father, as pertaining to the flesh, hath found? For if Abraham were justified by the law of works, he hath to glory in himself, but now of God, but not of God. For what saith the scripture? Abraham believed God, and it was counted unto him for righteousness. Now to him who is justified by the law of works is the reward is the reward reckoned, not of grace, but of debt. In Romans, Paul reasons that if righteousness is something men earn, then salvation is something God owes them. Now to him who is justified by the law of works is the reward reckoned, not of grace, but of debt. But we can never put God in our debt, no matter how diligently we labor. All are, at best, unprofitable servants. Consequently, eternal life is the greatest of all the gifts of God. A gift is not a debt. Without the atonement and resurrection of Christ, all mankind would be forever lost to God, no matter how diligently his commandments were kept. That was by Rodney Turner. Verse 4 probably refers to the old Jewish belief that a person's storehouse of good works exacts payment from God in the form of salvation as if God owed the man a debt. If that were so, Paul says in verse 2, Abraham would have something to boast about, but the truth is all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We all are ungodly, therefore, and must rely on the mercy of God to justify us to be forgiven of our iniquities. As we have already discussed, this great gift comes to us as we exercise faith in Christ, repent of our sins, submit to the ordinances of the gospel, and thereafter endure to the end in living a Christ-like life. And that was by Robert Parsons. Verse 5. But to him that seeketh not to be justified by the law of works, but believeth on him who justifieth not the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. Even as David also describeth the blessedness of the man unto whom God imputeth righteousness, without the law of works, saying, Blessed are they through faith whose iniquities are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. Cometh this blessedness then upon the circumcision only, or upon the uncircumcision also? For we say that faith was reckoned to Abraham for righteousness. How was it then reckoned, when he was in circumcision or in uncircumcision? 
not in circumcision, but in uncircumcision. And he received the sign of circumcision, a seal of the righteousness of the faith, which he had yet be, being uncircumcised, that he might be the father of all them that believe, though they be not circumcised, that righteousness might be imputed unto them also. And the father of circumcision to them who are not of the circumcision only, but who also walk in the steps of that faith of our father Abraham, which he had being yet uncircumcised. In other words, he received the covenant before he was circumcised. The promise that he should be the heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. For if they which are of the law be heirs, faith is made void, and the promise made of none effect. Because the law worketh wrath, or where no law is, there is no transgression. Therefore ye are justified of faith and works, through grace to the end the promise might be sure of all, to all the seed, and not to them only who are of the law, in other words the Jews, but to them also who are of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of all. True faith is manifest in faithfulness. Verse 17, As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God who quickeneth the dead, and calleth those things which be not as though they were, who against hope believed in hope that he might that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken so shall thy seed be and being not weak in faith he considered not his own body now dead when he was about an hundred years old neither yet the deadness of sarah's womb he staggered not at the promise of god through unbelief but was strong in faith giving glory to god and being fully persuaded that what he had promised he was able to also perform and therefore it was imputed to him for righteousness. Now it was not written for him his sake only that it was imputed to him, but for us also, to whom it shall be imputed, if we believe on him that raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead, who was delivered for our offenses and was raised again for our justification. So here this chapter is all about the atonement, uh, that it's by grace that we are saved after all we can do, that we, we, we have to have faith in Jesus and in his atonement and that his atonement works in our behalf. So that's the end of the chapter. We'll see you next time. Bye.